Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is D.W. Rigsby coming to you uh, just to talk a little bit about uh, book covers. So uh, if you're an indie writer, you know that uh, it's really challenging to find really good cover artists. And I've been, you know, working with several diver different cover artists uh, and going to different services to get cover art, uh, which I would say <clears throat> probably about, oh, I don't know. I'm about a 80-20 uh, right now. 80% disaster, 20% hit. Um, I find it extremely challenging to find cover artists out there who can actually conceptualize. Now, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, um, you know, on these uh, individuals who do art, and you know, for books and things like that, because I'm coming from a different perspective. I used to draw quite a bit when I was young. I did a little bit of painting. My mom was a painter. Uh, she used to do uh, portraits as well as landscapes. I used to prim prim primarily look at landscape or do landscapes when I was young. But I used to sketch quite a bit when I was really young for years. Uh, in the middle of the night, I used to love sitting down and just draw uh, characters, draw backgrounds, draw you know buildings. And uh, I did that all into my pretty much I, I continued doing it into my teen years had people even at my school asking me to draw for them when they saw one of my drawings to give it to them. So maybe I'm a little bit critical sometimes. I'm not as good of a drawer as I used to be. I kind of hung that up a long time ago. And so I, I stopped practicing. And when you stop practicing, you lose the skill set. Um, so, but I mean, I do understand that it can be challenging to take someone else's ideas and try to put it into a cover. I get that. So maybe I'm a little harsh. But the thing is, is that even though I might be a little harsh or sound like I'm coming off harsh when it comes to cover art, the cover art needs to represent me and my work as a writer. And if I'm not getting that from a, a designer or for, from a uh, like a, uh, a uh, an in-between liaison who's working with me on the behalf of the designer, and they're just not getting what I'm explaining to them, um, they need to stop, I think, and take a good hard look at where we're missing each other. Uh, that didn't happen in a recent case that just uh, occurred over this uh, past weekend when I was down in Key West just trying to enjoy myself. Started getting some emails um, basically with a, some uh, cover art that I had commissioned. I wanted to do uh, three covers. I had already commissioned two covers for my current series, Inspector. Um, <clears throat> but... Uh, we weren't really um, figuring out or they kept asking me questions about the art that they provided me. And right up front, I already knew that the, the concept was wrong. And I told them or up front that I didn't like the picture. Uh, but they continued to, to push this art and this cover on me and continue to ask me, well, what would you like modified? And I told them, you know, I still don't like the picture. <laughs> I still don't like this concept. Um, but I still was trying to work with them and I gave them a lot of feedback and I gave more feedback and they kept asking questions. And then they came back and said that I was giving too much direction. Um, and then I'm like, okay, well, you're asking for my feedback. So I'm giving it the best I can. And I analyze a lot of things because I do come back, come from an engineering background as well. And, you know, to me, this is my work. I want this cover art to, to represent me well. And I'll tell you at this point in time uh, for this particular cover, I already commissioned a cover for about $500 early on for Inspector, and it was a complete bomb. 
I uh, kind of just accepted it and remember telling the artist after I had commissioned it, I said, look, you know, no harm, no foul. Uh, it's $500. My bad. I, I didn't like it. Uh, I probably should have pushed back more and told you I didn't like it, but, uh, you know, I'm just going to eat this one. And I did. I ate that 500 bucks. But that artist who I went with originally uh, never came back and tried to amend one thing for me or try to make anything better. Uh, he just was like, okay. Um, you know, I come from a world of customer service. And to me, that, that was kind of a letdown because I wasn't being a direct, I wasn't being as direct as I probably could have been because I'm just not, I'm just not that way. Now, when I, when I do start to be direct, uh, sometimes I can be a little, little bit more of a challenge to people because I tell them exactly what I mean. Uh, and I don't hold back a whole lot. I'm not trying to become an ass, but I am trying to get across my point and, and, uh, get helping them to understand exactly what I'm talking about because going it in a fashion that's indirect doesn't seem to be as effective sometimes as being more direct. So, you know, I got that commission. Then I got my second cover commission for another $500, but that artist cannot do any work for me. All right. Uh, great. Uh, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> great for you that you have more work. I'm glad that that artist, cause he did a great job. I loved my current cover right now. It's a, it's a hand sketch cover. Uh, basically of an urban area with my protagonist in the center in the background. And it's kind of got like this ghostly face above hovering above the city, above my protagonist. And I like the concept that he did a great job. This artist did, and I loved it. And I hated that he couldn't help me any further, that he couldn't do any more work for me. So I'm like, okay, now I got to recommission. Now I got to recommission uh, my cover. And so I did, I recommissioned. I went to somebody that I really had a lot of trust in and uh that i've been building a lot of trust with this individual working with them on uh some of my previous manuscripts and things and i went to them and i'm like hey i need help i need a real good cover artist well they they said they right no problem okay i didn't think it was going to be an issue but it ended up being an issue oh my gosh did it end up being an issue um uh, i couldn't believe that the the pushback i was getting to continue to move forward with a concept that i knew that did not meet my requirements at all. And no matter how I tried to explain that or how much information I provided, uh, things were getting lost in translation. Let's just put it that way. And so finally I threw my hands up and I said, okay, just stop. All right. Let's just redo. Send me a new example. Send me something new. Let's start from scratch. Let's do this right. Okay. But they didn't want to do it right they wanted to stop completely. And did they refund me? Yeah, they refunded me $700 of the 900 that I was planning to spend uh, on two book covers. And, um, but they kept $200 and I was just so astonished. And they, and, and I explained to him, I'm like, look, the requirements from the get go were, were misunderstood. Okay. And you've kept 200 of my $900 and I, I, you know, to me as a customer, I really don't think that that's correct, but obviously, um, my position as a customer, uh, didn't matter, <laughs> I guess, uh, customer satisfaction was not in their repertoire apparently in this situation, which I was really blown by it because I built all this trust with this person for so long. Um, and then how, here we are, you know, I'm like, really? 
So I put my other projects on hold with this company, with this business that I've been working with and this particular individual. And I said, look, we're, I'm putting things on hold right now until we resolve this because I feel like I don't own this completely, but I'm willing to come to the table. But full, but I, at this point in time, the way I feel, I need a full refund. Um, you know, and their response was no, um, we delivered and we provided you this concept, that concept. And I'm like, look, I understand you provided me these things, but you missed the mark. You missed it from the get go. How can I modify or customize something from the get go? Uh, if it's incorrect, that the premise is flawed, uh, modifying it will not, you know, in, enable the final outcome to be unflawed, right. Or flawless. Um, it, it won't, it, it just, it's just going to still be, uh, the, the, it's still going to be a cover that doesn't represent my work. And that's what it was going to be. And I was not, I was like, there's no way I'm going to continue. So I probably would have pulled a plug myself if we would have kept going down that path. And I would have just, you know, jettisoned. Um, but it wouldn't have been as, as dire as, as it ended up being because um, there was no really give on their side. And I was really surprised at that. No give in terms of, hey, you know what? We really didn't understand what you're looking for. I mean, you can look at my cover and I'll tell you and I'll describe it to you that the background architecture, they said that they took from a historic district of a city that I based my fictional city on in New Cross in Ohio. But if you look at the architecture that they selected from some stock photo that apparently was very limited in its, uh, in its stock uh, photos for historic buildings, it looks like almost a rural setting. It's not an urban setting. My story is absolutely an urban setting. And if you look at my current cover that I have right now, that's, uh, you know, for inspector, it's an urban setting. You can see that. You can tell that. But they instantly changed the background to almost a rural setting, which the story doesn't even take place in the rural setting. Um, there are parts of the story that take place in a rural setting, like on a farm. But this isn't it. You know, my story primarily takes place in the city of New Cross. And that's where it is. And I want it to be more of an urban setting. And so therefore that has to be part of the storytelling of my cover, but that didn't happen. And, and they, and you know, they kept telling me like, no, 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 you know, it's the, the background. Is it good? Is it good? And I kept saying, no, it's not good. Get rid of the building that you have. It's not correct. And then they're like, well, you know, the character is going to change, you know, based on your feedback. And I said, yeah, the character you put on my front cover absolutely inexperienced and too young. And they kept saying, well, we'll change that through the iterations. And I said, it's fine. But right now this isn't working. Uh, and I it just got to the point where I gave them so much information because I was really trying to analyze and help to communicate to them effectively because they kept asking me, well, what do I want? What do I want? Finally, I got the point. I'm like, look, just start over, please. Just start over. Let's just start over and do this the right way. Nope. Apparently, I was just being too difficult and too challenging. Okay, I'm going to tell everybody out there, you're an indie writer, and you have a book. You know what? You got to get used to saying no. That's my advice to you. Somebody's going to keep pushing something onto you, and you know isn't right. Instinctively, you know is, is not the right fit for your work and what you're trying to represent. Then you need to say no. And you may lose out a little, but the thing is, here's the upside, right? Now I'm going to, I'm going to explain the upside. Here's the upside for me. 
and for my work and for my readers. The upside is I'm working diligently with another cover artist that I worked with previously, and I just got in touch with him again, and I said, hey, look, I need your help because this guy is a really fabulous artist. I mean, like, hands down, awesome artist, and I'm looking forward to working with him again. Because, I mean, he actually, he's done, like, artwork for major um, major um, uh, cartoons that were, you know, on some of the like, cartoon networks and things like that on television, on cable television. I mean, the guy, you know, was out in Hollywood for a while making bank doing this type of work, and that's how good he is. And so I'm really looking forward to working with him again. It's just that now i got to come up with the concept <clears throat> so I can help him to understand where I want to go. But I know him, and I know his style, and I know his work. And he's already done at least uh, two covers for me, uh, which I really, really enjoyed. Uh, one that's been published. It's out there now. Uh, one of my books, it's published that he did the cover of. And the other one uh, never did get published, and it's called White Rooms. I never did publish it, but he did uh, three covers, actually, for me. It was the same same uh, image and everything, but I had like t- three different backgrounds of coloring colors on it because I wanted to be able to choose uh, which one I want and I just paid him for him. I'm just like, can you just make a different colors for me? So, cause I'm having a hard time choosing and I, and, and I don't really want to give up all, all these. I can just settle for one. I'd like to be able to have the option uh, to change this out if I want to later. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So he did them for me and I paid him for it. I mean, no big deal. Guy was great. The guy's always been great working with him, really customer focused uh, bends over backwards whenever, you know, whenever I'm having trouble or struggling, but you know what? The thing is, every time I sit down and talk to him, he always seems to get the concept out the gate. He gets what I'm telling him. He understands what I've communicated. And you know what? I'm going in with, uh, with, um, uh, with more, with my eyes wide open. Let's just say that going in this next time working with him. Um, I'm going to basically like, Tell him up front, I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's get the concept first, okay? That's I'm going to set the expectation, you know, instead of letting the artist set the expectation for me, I'm going to set it for them because I'm learning. I'm learning about how people work and then how things can end up in disaster because I'm a little ticked. I'm ticked because I had this relationship, you know, uh, for these with these folks, with this one uh, individual who basically was providing technical services for me on my books and my manuscripts. And now it's gone. It's gone. I mean, it's over. We're not even working together now. That's how dire it became. And, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm mad about it. I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm upset because I didn't want it to go that direction and I wanted things to, to turn out right, but I wasn't going to take, I wasn't going to, to, to cave. I wasn't going to say, yeah, okay, fine. Let's just move forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm also not going to own up the entire and, you know, to be the person who's responsible by, you know, uh, basically being told that, you know, I wasn't communicating effectively or, or I wasn't giving enough information. Then in one hand, I was giving too much information or I didn't tell them what needed to be changed, but I told them all those things. That's the problem. It's all an email. I can go back and point to everything. And there's tons of information I gave them and direction, but it got to the point where I knew they just didn't understand. And, and instead of getting on a phone call with me and, and maybe having a conversation about it, you know, they're like, I oh, know we're just going to be done with this. It's, you're just too difficult. Okay, fine. If I'm too difficult, fine. That means you're not the right people to work with me. 
because you're not interested in my work. You're not interested in representing me. You're not interested in representing my hard work that I put hundreds of hours into in this book. You just want to crank out some cover and push it to, to me when it absolutely doesn't even feel right. And, you know, and I, I trust people. I trust people a lot. And the thing is, is that I'm starting to learn, you know, especially when I, when I heard Warren Buffett say uh, the other day, I was listening to him. He says, get used to saying no. That's part of his success. Get used to saying no. And I said, you know what? That's me. I'm going to start getting used to saying no. Because I get too many people who talk me into things and, and get me to go down different paths and accept things that I just just aren't good for me. And they're not good for what I'm trying to do. I am trying to build a brand. I am trying to build my reputation as a writer. And if I don't got people who are on my side and who are willing to accept no and continue to work with me, and to continue to, to strive and, and to raise their standards and help me help me help them and vice versa, right? If they're not there to do that, then there's no reason for us to even have a working relationship. Uh, we should end it. And unfortunately, that's what did happen. Uh, even though I still wanted to continue working with this company uh, with my technical edits, um, especially with this individual, um, that's gone. That, that's absolutely gone now. So now I got to find a, a tech editor, um, you know, hopefully a, a dynamic tech editor who really knows how to do tech edits and who is really great at it, who has a high standard and a love and a passion for it. And, you know, because that's what I need to be successful. I need people who have a love and passion for customer service, who have a love and passion to help you as an indie writer, uh, you know, realize your dreams. I mean, you're putting so much work and time and effort, money into it. You know, you just can't accept everything and say, yep, this is it. This is the direction I'm going to go. Uh, no, you got to start getting used to saying no. It's your work. Okay. It is. You got to have the right people by your side if you're going to be successful. And you might go through some, you might have some failures. Okay. I'm, I am, I'm having failures. I've had a lot of failures in this field. I've worked with several people, even tech editors. I've went through several tech editors. Um, and, and now, you know, I just lost another one and I'm ticked off because, you know, I got to go find someone else now and hopefully, you know, I find someone who's better and that's what I'm going to be on the lookout now for. Uh, I did find, I did, I do know the cover artist. I'm glad he's open and available to work with me. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, my, the, the cover artist I worked for with, with in the past, uh, several years ago, uh, really happy that I got that and I can cover down on my covers, but it, it's kind of slowed my momentum, momentum right now. Uh, a little disappointing there, but now I'm, I'm on the search for a really fantastic, uh, tech editor, someone who just absolutely loves what they do and are really going to work with me. I mean, I need somebody who's really on their game. Okay. Um, but anyway, I'm just, I'm just kind of ranting now at this point in time, but here's the thing, indie writers. And, and, and I know that my, some of my readers might listen to this. So this is some of the stuff that goes on in the background that readers may or may not understand or know, but as indie writers, there's a lot of us are out. We're trying to provide quality to you as readers. We want you to, to see what we do and to, and to uh, gravitate towards it and, and recognize it for the quality that it is. Uh, if we're just cranking out things that just aren't any good, 
you know, that means that the cover is kind of shoddy. Uh, you know, is the, the, the writing shoddy is the editing shoddy, you know, who wants that kind of stuff is, I don't want to deliver that to a reader. I don't want that. You're my customer, right? You really are. I mean, you're the people that, that I want to please. I want to please you. And so I said no to a cover to several iterations of a cover that absolutely did not represent my work because it just wouldn't have worked for my readers. And I know it. Um, and because I'm trying to provide customer service to you guys and gals, I know we use guys a lot, you know, in our American language here to describe both gals and guys, but I'll just say guys and gals, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Um, but uh, anyway, I just wanted to kind of put that out there. But love you guys. Appreciate you listening in. Uh, hopefully you can take something away from this, either as an indie writer or a reader, and uh, use it. You know, hey, sometimes you do got to get used to saying no. All right. We'll talk to you all later. Thanks again. This is D.W. Rigsby. And uh, thanks for listening.